How's everybody doing today? Uh, welcome to the Festi Hub podcast. I'm your host, Manny, aka Frisky Hug. And today's episode, we are going to be talking to co-girl Aspen. I'm bringing her on as a special guest. And we're going to talk a little bit about her. She is an influencer gone uh, marketing coordinator for music festivals. So we're going to be talking about her and her transition uh, from influencer going into festival marketing and stuff like that. Uh, but before we get started with this episode, we are going to do our four shout outs. The first shout out is for a content creator, and that's going to go to Dominique. Um, her Instagram is Deeplur Princess. She has been a content creator for a while, um, big on the music festival scene, uh, definitely has a great selection of wardrobes, but I'm adding her to this list because she is currently making the transition from influencer to DJ. Um, so I'm really proud of her. She's been working really hard on her craft and she is getting booked for shows now. I'm really proud of her. And if you guys get a chance, definitely check her out. Second one is going to go to a DJ, and that's going to be Rose. That's the DJ name. His Instagram is Noah Benheim. He's an amazing person, amazing TikToker, too. I think he has over 100K. Um, he has over 100K followers on TikTok, does a lot of DJing-type TikToks. I met him in Florida. He has been nothing but great, an amazing attitude, great person, and the reason I'm kind of adding him on here is because he's been climbing so hard that I had seen him as a headliner now for a rave or concert. And I think that's just a great, a great thing for him. I'm really proud of him, really happy for him. Um, headlining a show is such an amazing thing, and I'm very happy for him. Definitely check him out. Third shout out is going to be for a business and brand. Um, and this is kind of going to go to a business called Endless Summer Nights. Uh, Primal Productions kind of runs. It's like in a, it's almost it's almost like a rave. Um, they used to be doing drive-in raves in Orlando during COVID. And they have now branched out to doing shows throughout the U.S. Um, they have been playing in multiple states. So if you're curious if they are hosting a rave near you, definitely check out their Instagram. It is Endless Summer Nights on there. And for the fourth shout out, that's going to go to a supporting friend or follower. This one's going to go to my friend Gino. He has been by my side for, for a really long time. Um, very supportive guy has always been there to help me out with my recordings, has been super supportive. He, his IG is Nino Perez 714 If you guys want to check him out, it's an amazing person. Um, definitely has had my back throughout, um, especially through this journey of like recording and vlogging and having my YouTube channel. Um, definitely helped me get through covid with all the driving raves it's kind of hard having not that many friends and trying to go to events um so he's definitely a ride or die you guys can check out all of these four individuals or companies on my description below if you're on spotify there should be a description box as well you can check out all of the links there if you're on youtube listening to this um it'll be in the description as well 
Okay, guys. Well, without further ado, let's start with the podcast. Well, I'd like to welcome Aspen to the podcast. Uh, thank you so much for uh, for coming to the podcast. Oh, hi. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. This is my very first podcast ever. I'm super excited um, as well. I'm very happy that uh, you decided to partake in this journey of mine with this whole podcast thing. Um, definitely delighted to have you. So just for starters, um, so in case that people don't know who you are and stuff like that, um, maybe a quick introduction. Alrighty, my name is Aspen Scott. A lot of people probably know me by Co-Girl Aspen on Instagram or Twitter. Um, I am 22. I live in Denver and I work for a ton. I'm a freelancer for a ton of different festivals around the country. I do different types of work, whether it be marketing coordination, influencer coordination. Um, I'm still transitioning in from an influencer into that. So there are a few events that I am an influencer for. Um, and yeah, that's, that's about me. <laughs> um okay so you not too exciting <laughs> yeah well but I mean you mentioned that you live in Denver so what is life like in Denver like what is the night like it, it's a big city so I'm assuming like the nightlife is pretty good right or yeah absolutely so living in Denver is basically like living in a festival you have four or five different shows to choose from all different genres there's tons of people out people coming from all over to, all over the world pretty much um so it's just basically a giant festival i live right downtown so i'm like cooped up in my apartment unless it's a show but it's so crazy like how many different options you have every night and how many different people you get to meet and so many different opportunities and just I mean, personally, all the shows that I go to, the artists are always like, oh my gosh, Denver is my favorite city to play in. And I'm like, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> What's your uh, favorite venue? Um, That's a tough one. Wow. Okay. Let's put it like this. Um, I'm coming from a different state and I'm listening to this podcast okay. and I'm going to take whatever you recommend as the first venue I go to. <laughs> what, what, what venue would that be? I would say mission or black box there's always something cool going on at both mission is great for like sound and lights and production and just all of that and black box is really cool for the underground scene so it really just depends on what mm. you want to get into yeah I definitely just uh got back from Kazo. he played a mission ballroom and I mean oh, this, yeah. the setup there is just amazing um yeah, but uh I mean, if people are coming out of state, I mean, probably Red Rocks um, is, is a good option too. True. Yes. Could be a little expensive sometimes, though. I think, was it Tipper that played just yeah, recently? Those good. tickets were selling for $240. So <laughs> I saw some on resale for like $2,000. I was what? Like, what is happening right now? <laughs> like, the people are probably paying for this too. Like, they're. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. They're like, just take it. <laughs> oh man. Um, so let's let's jump into like uh what kind of like festivals have you been to so far since COVID just kind of like it's been COVID's been in and out, obviously, you know. Um, but festivals have opened up. Have you been to any um in the last few months? Yeah. So my first festival back was Ubby Dubby, and I I'm pretty sure that was the first festival back in all. Yeah. Uh, that one was in Texas. That was amazing. I loved it. 
I've been to Soundhaven. That was about three, two weeks ago in Tennessee. And that was amazing, just magical in every which way. Um, I also went to Forbidden Kingdom and I'm pretty sure that's it. Forbidden Kingdom. Yeah. Thing. I loved that one. That was yeah, that was great. Um, I know they changed the venue, um, yeah. rightfully so. I'm, you know, COVID and stuff. So anything that happens, anything that changes. Um, let's go back in time. Um, what? How old were you when you first started raving? I. We have an audience behind us, just so. Everybody... <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we love the kitties. We love the kitties. <laughs> My first show, believe it or not, was in 2017. So it was very recent. I mean, we're in 2021. So I haven't been raving for that long. I've loved EDM my entire life, though. I remember growing up, I'd be living with my mom and watching like the live streams on the big screen in the living room. And she's like, what That's are you amazing. Doing? <laughs> That's amazing. But I've always had a real love for it. My first, like, favorite artist that I can remember was Elenium. And that's really what got me into going to shows. So that was amazing. It, it, <laughs> and it's it, been nonstop since. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's great when you are raised to love like genres, you know, that are not exactly so mainstream. Cause I grew up and it was like, oh, rap or rock, right? And that's like right. when I first started listening to EDM, it was like, why are you listening to these bebop noises? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, that's what my dad would say. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's awesome that you've been listening for so long. I mean, I didn't get into it until I was a little bit older. Which you know, I wish I had found this out a lot younger. Right. Um, but what are what is your like favorite genre when it comes to like EDM? Oh, I am a hoe for experimental bass. <laughs> I was going to guess experimental bass, but I didn't want to be wrong, but you you are so in your element. <laughs> when, when, when experimental bass always plays, I swear, every time I see you yeah. just vibing. <laughs> Absolutely. That's definitely my favorite. I actually started off as a headbanger, so dubstep was like my favorite. And I still love it, but you won't hear me really listening to it at home. Right. Uh, i'll headbang though for sure <laughs> I, I, i'm in i'm very similar to the same aspect where like you know i love my dubstep and my rhythm and stuff but when i'm at home it's house i drove because yeah. i live in colorado Springs, so when i drove to denver yesterday it was just house the entire way you know yeah. john summit has my heart right now <laughs> wax motif playing too um okay yes. what what are your favorite artists oh gosh let, 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 let's go with like Woo! Well, let's, let's not say favorite. That's that's rude. I think. Because um, <laughs> like they probably if they listen to this, five. yeah, give yourself top five. Let's not pick like a favorite because that'd be that'd okay. Be <laughs> this is still kind of hard, but <laughs> in no order. Let's say that Charles the First, Mersive, Mize. Oh, well, there we go. <laughs> Closey, Closey is one of my favorites, and then another smaller one is Chimara. Chimera. I love okay. him. I love him. I actually got the opportunity to meet him at Soundhaven and he is incredible. I, I've heard of every single one of those, honestly. Um, I would say out of that list, I think Mercive is my favorite. 100%. Yes, he's so good. Oh my yeah. God. Wow. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not big on experimental bass, but I have a, uh, a buddy of mine who lives in New Mexico and he's huge on experimental bass. So I've succumbed to listening to it more and more. Um, yes. it, it, it definitely takes... Uh, 
uh, it's it's almost like trying like a new drink and you have to like, get that acquired taste. It's definitely an acquired <laughs> genre for sure. Right. I definitely agree. I, the nice thing is it's huge in Denver. It's like a big genre out here, but you go anywhere else and like not a lot of people really know about experimental right. yet. So it does take an acquired taste. <laughs> it is acquired taste. <laughs> uh, let's let's dive into wardrobes and stuff like that. I mean, um, just going through your Instagram uh, for those listening, uh, she has an entire just Instagram filled with just amazing outfits, crazy fits, amazing fits. Um, there's still some like really memorable ones that like I, when I picture you, I picture you like in those festival <laughs> outfits. It's just yes. so memorable. Um, where do you shop? How do you come up with these outfits? Where do you get these ideas? And that, where do you shop? Um, I really like to shop all over. I don't really love one specific brand. Um, the nice thing about being an influencer back then was I got a lot of outfits in exchange for content, which I'm sure a lot of people have done at this point because companies are very open with doing that. Um, but if you haven't, you should try. <laughs> anyway, so I will just put together, I'll start with one, one outfit or one, or one piece of an outfit or one color or one theme. And sometimes one complete outfit will be you know, one company, or it'll be multiple different companies. My top ones that I normally use would be iHeart Raves, Freedom Rave Wear, um, The Light Couture is another one of my favorites, and Relita Couture is another one. I love Critter Clips and Liquid Dreams. Um, so like, they're not necessarily small businesses, and not saying I don't love shopping there, but I also really love these fashion designs that they have. Mm -hmm. So I like to shop everywhere. Sometimes I even use Amazon. <laughs> Honest, guilty. And Etsy. Guilty. Like, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to really give you like a straight answer for that one, just because yeah, so different. I, I have I, a ton of codes and like things on my bio yeah. that helps a lot of people come up with outfits. So <laughs> I know, and Amazon. It's like I hate giving it to such a big corporation, but it's yeah. like. I mean, sometimes you just want to just be out there and just just yeah. make make your own kind of style, right? Right. Like, right. As much as we love these brands, but I mean, I have race for one. It's a very affordable store yeah. too, so yeah. I can I can see why people shop there a lot. Yeah, I like. I normally use Amazon if it's like coming up. Like if I need mm -hmm. to race Canyon at this point, I would. Have oh, two days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, I definitely love different places. I've also been into making my own stuff, which has been more recent. So I'll yes, I was gonna get into that. I was like, like, do you do your own? <laughs> yes, I do. I'm. I don't know how to sew yet, but once I do, it is. I was right there with you. I was like, dude, I I need to learn how to sew because like I'm yeah. at the point where like I'm gonna have to start like you got to make adjustments to some of your things, honestly. And it's like, okay, I need to like, I didn't learn how to sew. I'm a guy. So it's even worse, right? Like imagine coming to my house. It's like a sewing machine. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> it's for everybody. Sewing is for yeah. everybody. I don't even care what anybody has to say. <laughs> so do you have your outfits uh, planned for Imagine yet? I know that's coming up, what, next month? So yeah. any out, do you have your outfits planned yet? Um, no, not even a single P. <laughs> but I, the reason why is because my style has changed so much over mm. the last year, like, especially in COVID, I like wearing black on black now, and it doesn't really change. And especially now that I've been working in the industry a little bit more, 
it's, it's more professional too. I think black on yeah. black. So right, exactly. Like I feel like I need to, you know, have my little butt covered and yeah. You no, know, I like to wear cute tops and stuff, but for the most part, I wear black shorts and black leggings now. Just it's a it's a vibe. So. <laughs> So we're in the topic of like Imagine Music Festival and stuff. Um, you have any announcements in the aspect of like Imagine? I know you're like working with them, right? Yeah. So I'm running their influencer program. It's been amazing. It's been a pretty much every feel emotion that you can feel. Yeah, um, I bet. It is really exciting. We are going to be at a new location this year. It's actually, I think it's tomorrow. Is it Tomorrow World or Tomorrow Land? It that was the event. Tomorrow World, I think, uh, yeah. venue. So yeah. That's the venue that we're doing it at. We just announced the Thursday pre-party lineup and new additions. And they actually added some experimental bass, which I'm very excited about. I saw about. that. <laughs> um, <laughs> As of that, I can't really go more into detail about some things, but it is spilling tea. We're just spilling tea. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very, that is definitely one of the most anticipated festivals coming up. So I'm pretty excited. I have so much coming up and I don't have any outfits. I need to buy flights still, hotels, uh, all of it. I'm just, I, yeah, I finally, I have a hotel. Um, that's about it. So I yeah. need to also get my flights. I have one outfit. So I got to figure out another one. Uh, brands have been hitting me up lately. So I'm just going to use whatever brand hits me up yeah. and gives me clothes for, I guess. I mean, I'm, I don't know. Luckily, I'm still receiving clothes. So I'm just going to use whatever. Like an underwater theme. I am doing a jellyfish theme. One of the companies gave me a jellyfish outfit. So I'm going to go with it. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be pretty cool. I'm excited to see that. Um, <laughs> that probably lame, but it's fine. Nah. You should go with a um with like the same color uh, color scheme of like black, but just just add some like vibrant blue or something, vibrant purple. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, so since you're like a talent coordinator and like this marketing coordinator, like you're you've done so well for yourself. Honestly, I'm I am very happy for you. I am excited for you. To see what's in store. Um, but let's dive deep into um kind of like what you face, right? Because like, I think there's like a stigma with like being an influencer and trying to make a name for yourself other than influencing. Um, you know, what are some of the struggles that you have faced or you think you're going to be facing um, doing this transition from like influencer to like, you know, marketing coordinator? Yeah, so um, I think a lot of people know the stigma on influencers right now yeah. or for a while it's been this way um which in my in my shoes I say we need influencers and not just in the EDM scene but everywhere if it wasn't for influencers we wouldn't know about a lot of the stuff that's going on like it's seriously a great marketing tool yep. and I just wish that you know everybody knows the whole EDM Twitter influencer yeah, i stay away from twitter i just i have a twitter but i stay away it can get toxic. yeah <laughs> yeah so i definitely have faced a lot of issues like trying to go from influencer to marketing coordinator as in like a lot of people don't believe that i'm capable of doing what i'm proposing and i'm yeah. absolutely capable of doing that or like people will hold grudges for so long because you're an influencer. So 
a while ago, there was a lot of things on Instagram with me wearing like a gem mask. And that was like, it yeah, was I bad. That. yeah, very bad. And I lost a lot of my opportunities because of it. And so I'm just worried, like, I don't know, a lot of people don't like influencers right now. And so I don't think a lot of people understand that I really am pushing to do more than just be an influencer. I really, after this year, I don't really want to accept any more influencer opportunities and not because I don't want to be an influencer, but because I want to do more. Right. I want to help this community more. And, you know, that's, I don't really know where I'm going with this. I I mean, it it can be pretty rough. Like I I was talking to this DJ um, the other day and he has like some weird grudge against influencers, right? Not that yeah. we go out and we're like, oh, we're influencers, this and this, because I think once you draw that line between influencer and content creator, we're more content creators. Like we're making right. videos, we're doing TikToks, we're on YouTube, uh, we're doing other things, right? Like we're more than just that influencer spot. So like, but people still, like you said, they hold those grudges. And this particular DJ said, um, it, just because you're going, just because you're promoting to an event shouldn't mean you get, you get like a free ticket. And I'm like, well, yeah, because I'm like, I'm basically a free, like free advertising. Yeah. And his point was those people were going to go to those places anyways. And my response is those people probably didn't even know about that event. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like, n- like, unless you're downloading like radi- uh, radiator or whatever, like and figuring yeah. out like all the festivals are happening. Like what festivals are we as like a community going to attend? Because it's more, it's bigger than random people who rape together. There is a huge community. And sometimes you want to go where the community goes. We are part of that community and we're advertising, Hey, we're all going to be there. You want to meet some of your favorite content creators. This is the place. And imagine, I mean, you have done an amazing job with imagine. I mean, it's literally filled with content creators, like content creator galore. So it's, it's me. I'm very excited because now I, I get to see some people I've never even met, but I'm like, I follow them on TikTok. I follow them on Instagram. I follow them on YouTube. I've never met them. And I'm like, this is like my opportunity to finally like meet some like my favorite creators. Um, you know, yeah. I think, th- I think some people just misunderstood. Um, and I think that people have just a bad impression of what we do. Right. And I think if there's like a slight bit of jealousy, um, when we get like a free festival ticket or a free rape ticket or free concert ticket or all that stuff people don't see like the work we put in right Um, right did you see like surface level like rewards and i'm like yeah i did get you know like say a free festival ticket but i'm also i have a contract with literally every brand and every ticketing company and every coordinator like i have an entire folder of just contracts right like i'm it's not easy i have to make sure i'm keeping up with everything and Uh, and and i think they're just Go ahead. I think they're just jealous that them yeah. as DJs don't always get free tickets. Like they mm-hmm. pay for those things. Um, and then we get it for free. I'm like, but you're not working for it. Right. Like as a DJ, you either play and get a free ticket or you don't. That, that's, that's the path you chose, you know? Exactly. And at the end of the day, if a festival or a brand is going to reach out, for a, reach out to us and want our help, our content on Instagram, if you have a certain amount of followers, it does cost. So the ticket is our compensation instead of getting straight up money, which I'm sure if you didn't want to get the ticket that they would be paying you money. So it's like, that's also what goes through my head. Like we, it's worth 
what we're doing for them. We have to do like what five posts for a festival, mm-hmm. you know, story posts galore. Like it's not just, oh, post one time and then here you go. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> yeah, 100 percent And um and I, I think that people don't realize that that we're giving up money, right? Mm-hmm. Um there there have been brands and there have been actual like festival companies that have paid me, you know, hundreds of dollars for a few posts, you know, I would rather take the money. You think I want to go to, you think I want to get a flight, a hotel, transportation, like do that. Drink all of it. (laughs) Like I'm spending money. Like it, you know, it, it's a, it's a marketing scheme though. You think about it, you know, invite influencers to go. They also have to pay for all this stuff, you know, like it is. Especially now after COVID, like a lot of the programs that I'm doing, I'm not allowed to offer or I'm not allowed, but I'm not able to offer camping passes Mm -hmm. because like if you're going to bring an influencer, they want more camping people, but also because of budget. So it's just, it's kind of a mess right now. (laughs) What are some of the, are there any other like festivals you've worked with aside from uh, Imagine or you are working with? Yeah, so I am doing, well, I did Soundhaven two weekends ago. Where was, where was Soundhaven at? It was like an hour away from Nashville in Tennessee. It was very cool. Honestly, I recommend it to anybody who likes experimental bass, but if you don't, that's literally all that's playing. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, I also work with the Festival Babes. I'm director of outreach and just a co-partner in the company as a whole. Um, We can get into that in a second, but we are working with Deep Tropics and Breakaway. And I am personally working with, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to look on my phone. (laughs) Quite a few. (laughs) I know Breakaways, uh, like there's like five of them, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to try to go to the one in Charlotte. Oh, that one's a good one. That's definitely one of the ones I was looking at. Yeah, you should go. We should go. Uh, I know. I know. <laughs> I just, my schedule's so hectic. So I'm moving to Florida, which you are more than welcome to visit at any time. I'll be in Orlando. Um, oh just a whole new life. Uh, I want to pursue more things. And I think Orlando is the move. Denver has, Denver, Colorado Springs has been really great to me. I've met a bunch of beautiful people. Mm-hmm. great great personalities uh and there have been a lot of festivals i'm taking advantage of every festival here but i think florida is the move i yeah i definitely think you would do great out there and there's a ton like it's just as good of a edm scene out there as mm-hmm. it is here honestly and there's a beach <laughs> facts I, i'm scared i'm scared of that beach though um and, and and that's just me right and i'm probably scared for no reason but i heard about this like man-eating bacteria and oh. <laughs> wait what yeah so this man eating or flesh eating bacteria it's uh it's in the warm waters and and florida beaches are super warm and i'm like i you know i try to tell one of my buddies that and he's like oh that's more towards like the gulf area like the more that i'm like bro i heard it was in florida (laughs) and there's alligators and there's alligators what are we (laughs) so like you know i'm definitely gonna miss the 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 normalcy of Colorado for sure. I definitely yeah. gonna miss one thing, and that's the snowboarding and the and the mountains here. I'm definitely gonna miss the 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 nature for sure. Mm-hmm. It is different out here. I don't ski or snowboard, so I escape 
during winter. <laughs> <laughs> you've lived you lived in Colorado all your life, right? Yeah, I moved. And you've to never have... you you had just don't snowboard, or you haven't snowboarded. I've snowboarded like five times. Okay, okay, five times. But I'm 22, and I've been here my whole life. I moved away for like two years. Where'd you go? I went to Wisconsin. I met my biological dad. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, it was awesome. Lived out there with him for a little bit and then met a man (laughs) in Chicago and moved to Kentucky. And now I'm back here for, I'm sure everybody can. (laughs) (laughs) Just like a roller coaster of traveling. I love that. It was really cool though, because I've never really spent that much time out there and yeah I liked how central Kentucky was like Lost Lands was three hours away and all the fun festivals Electric Forest like all those really cool festivals were right there so that was really cool I liked that a lot. I will I will say I think like uh like Atlanta I think it, just the location where Atlanta is you can basically go anywhere like um Sudden Death's cave uh event that's literally just like three or was it six hours north and oh. then yeah and then if you want to go to the florida thing uh, events that's literally only like a six hour drive south so really everything's like within like a driving distance from, i mean atlanta if you want to go to a lot of festivals and like not spend on flights atlanta's probably the spot but yeah i would never live in atlanta um sad story that just happened uh one of my friends um oddly he's a dj his yeah. sister got followed from the bar and literally followed all the way to her house and and the guy like got her at gunpoint kidnapped her and they just they just found her body um the other day yeah it's it's so so sad and i was talking i was talking to dominique uh for those of you that uh, are listening to this that's deeper princess um and i was we love her um (laughs) and i was talking to her about this um because Cause I was just like in shock and I was like, how can I protect? Cause I have, there's so many females like uh, friends in my life. And I'm like, dude, I don't want any of like my friends getting hurt. Yeah. How can we prevent this stuff from happening? And like, you really can't, I mean, unless you like, you arm yourself um, or you get escorted everywhere you go, but that's like, there's no way to live that. But like, I think that uh, what we're doing already is just spreading awareness that and letting people know, Hey, this stuff's happening like in our world, like, um, as, as fun it is it, as it is to go like to a festival alone and all that stuff um partner up honestly yeah. I think I think I think when things like this are happening it starts like um you know you gotta watch out for yourself and you, you gotta watch out for each other be aware of your surroundings always always yeah I think that's just the only thing you can do just be aware mm-hmm. um now, so are great but there's always going to be a few bad apples yeah been to one yeah just be safe speaking of bad apples did you hear about the guy um that got uh shoved to the ground he only had one leg and it was a forbidden kingdom and they mugged him (gasps) no i did not yeah yeah so that was my my buddy zach he's in a lot he's like my in my my vlog and stuff um he got in a motorcycle accident uh left him with only one leg and um he was at sudden death set at forbidden kingdom some guys saw that he only had one leg took advantage of him shoved him to the ground and mugged him that makes me want to cry oh my god is he okay 
he was traumatized um and and his girlfriend made it a point that you know he no longer wants to go to festivals he doesn't oh, feel like it's, he doesn't oh. feel like he you know as a handicapped person he doesn't feel safe um but sudden death um saw the tweet and ended up flying him out he's flying him out to uh his cave um his cave rape thing that he's doing in in Pelham Tennessee and yeah for him and his girlfriend and got them free merch as well so they were able to like now they have like the sudden death jackets yeah super cool stuff um try to like gain their hope a little bit yeah I've only met Danny twice and he's always been such a sweetheart but this for sure has been such like a a, you know a a really nice move on his part I mean that's super awesome it it just yeah, it just confirms he's just a badass, honestly. <laughs> For sure. Like, he doesn't really, you know, like, he's scary. Like, I saw my first <laughs> set at reunion, but before that, I've been like, ah! <laughs> um, but he's cool. Like, he's actually a very genuine person. Yeah. So that's cool. I love artists like that. You know, now we're talking about, like, artists and meeting and stuff. Like, I want to know. <laughs> what are some of the artists that you have met and what have been like those experiences with those if you don't want to say some artists because maybe they were meters that you don't have to. <laughs> um I've met a lot of artists my favorite memory was like I got to meet Subtronic I guess it wasn't really meet him but I got to get on stage with Subtronics during his pod shows and just stand in the back where nobody could really see me. That was so freaking cool. And another, I've just, honestly, there's too many to name. My favorite, my favorite time, like hanging out with artists would be with either at Soundhaven or Reunion Mm -hmm. because Reunion was just a reunion. It was great. There were so many cool people there, so many amazing artists and they're all amazing. I don't have any bad, I've never had really like a bad experience with an artist per se. I've like seen things happen with a few artists, but I don't really get involved with all of that. Um, My favorite artist, like like person to person talking to would be G-Rex. He is so freaking cool and so nice and so genuine. And along with like Rekno, Rekno is amazing. Yeah, I saw you, you you guys hung out the, uh, I think it was last week. Yeah, the Showdown show. Mm-hmm. And he yeah, Rekno's, the Rekno Sweet. I've met him so many times. I've just, that was like the first time we actually got I, to vibe together. Yeah, I was going to bring, uh, I was going to ask Al Ross to be on the podcast. And because um, I wanted to talk about the importance of using pronouns, you know, um, in, in the EDM scene and stuff. Because I know a lot of DJs are coming out as, uh, you know, using different pronouns and stuff like that. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to have like Al Ross maybe come on the show. But um, Dominique is like, oh, actually, you should get Rekno to do it. Like, yeah, Rekno's so honestly. sweet. <laughs> so it, I'm definitely going to send out some uh, some invite links and be like, hey, y'all want to like, who wants to talk about this subject? Because I think I think it's very important, especially like since we're all about acceptance. I um, agree. And I and honestly, like I know myself and everybody can know more about it, especially coming from somebody who's so educated on it like I would love to know more about it so I think that would be amazing yeah bring them both (laughs) bro yeah we'll do a three person yeah (laughs) Uh, you mentioned reunion uh that you went to that um I was curious because I only saw like snaps I didn't go um 
how was the like experience? I know that was like a, was it like a weather delay? I, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. So it was like right during, right before Vampa's set and everybody had to evacuate and I had just gotten there. Oh man. <laughs> thankfully I parked in like the staff parking area. Uh-huh. And was able to just like hang out underneath the stage, you know, but it was a freaking downpour. Like I was like, wow, my friend Jettacy was like shoveling the water out of like beneath the stage. And then they finally brought her back. But I think she never got to play her set that day and they fixed it and let her play the next day. The next day. That's Um, that's amazing. I saw, I saw they took this really dope picture of like all the artists that played. And I was like, that is a sick picture. I don't know. it was, it was so fun. I think oh they played. They, I think they did that during Wooly's set because Wooly wasn't in the picture. But oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Speaking of Wooly, his back to back with Twelfth Planet. I was mm. like, at first, I was like, what is this? Like, I've never. I would have never guessed those two would do a back. I'm so jealous. One that, of my favorite back to backs I have ever seen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I had to see that. I had to see that on like uh, on stories. I couldn't. I wasn't there. I was like, I was pretty sad about it. Um, yeah it was great <laughs> he, he posted like pictures uh, you know what gets me it's like sentimental stuff is like uh when when they post pictures of like when they started and stuff and like you I saw this picture of like when they were both re- like really young and it was like yeah. they were just starting off and then now they're here I'm like this is amazing right. it's a good, I remember it's a, seeing that I mean it's a great journey I think we're all in our own journeys and stuff um especially you right now I'm telling you you're you're, you're gonna do great um, and everything that you're you got going on it's gonna be fantastic Thank you. Um, I'm very excited so does it ever get tiring, um, like going to a lot of festivals? I mean, I know, I know from my own experience, I have like my own opinion about how many festivals we go to and stuff, uh, but you go to just as many. Um, and do you ever feel like maybe you need to take a break from festivals? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm actually supposed to be in Cincinnati right now. <laughs> <laughs> but but you just said you said break. I need a break. Yeah. <laughs> And it's, and it's so okay to take breaks. Festivals will always be there. You know, artists will always be there, but more important, the most important thing is to take care of yourself and going to a festival takes a lot out of you. Not just, not just physically, but like mentally. And you're, you're getting so many different people's energies and talking to so many different people. And I live alone. So I'm so um, like, I just want to stay home and relax and really like, bring that all back to me and then I'll be able to go to the next festival and give all my energy and that's I think that's so important taking breaks in between festivals I'm scared because I have five weeks of back-to-back festivals coming up (laughs) um do you do you actually do back like back-to-back like uh like no week break in between ever like or um I did last year but okay because I I had yeah I have to take a like a one week break uh, at least like so if I go to like a festival this week next weekend is like me time like yeah. wash clothes like I can't I can't do back to back because like then I have like no time to like unpack repack and this is it's just it's mentally drained you know people don't understand this side of us you know what I mean like they just think we're like just going to festivals and it's full set like it is mentally exhausting yeah traveling is a lot it's it's a good problem to have don't get me wrong but but I mean flying everywhere just it it, the jet lag I mean 
I can't keep going to Florida. It's like a four hour flight. Like and I'm like, exhausted. So much in between then too. That's my thing. It's like, there's so much I could be getting done right now. And the Wi-Fi always sucks on playing. Yeah, it does. Ah, and, it's taking so much of my life away. I'm, I'm flying to Germany uh, wow. on Monday. Um, and that is a 24 hour like airplane. Like, yeah, whole transition. Out of like a bed? Yeah. Uh, no, it's a... Uh, so it's it's actually, so if I'm flying to Germany, it's actually going to be twelve hours. Wait, I, I I forgot about the time difference. So it's twenty four hours technically, but I guess minus eight <laughs> hours because of the time change. So I guess I'm not on the flight as much as I thought it was going to be. Wow. But anyways, I am going to take advantage and like edit these podcasts while I'm there. Like yeah. I'm, I normally edit my vlogs on the flight back, especially when I do a Florida vlog and like it's like four hours. I could definitely edit, yeah. but. But some planes, man, like, uh, what, what do you normally fly? United. Okay. I, I mean, I'm not loyal to one, but United is kind of how I like to fly because I'm building up those miles. <laughs> I'm the same way with Frontier. <laughs> <laughs> they have a lot of direct flights. They do. Stuck. Their seats are they, like. They, that's what I was getting at. I was like, they have the worst, like, area for me to edit my vlogs. I have oh. to get. I have to get front seats. Otherwise I can't even edit like my vlogs at all. Yep. I could see that for sure. But yeah. um, <laughs> let's see. So um, I think we got a lot of stuff covered um, that I wanted to talk about. Is there anything particular that we wanted to, that you wanted to maybe mention, talk about any cool stories? Um, we'll end after that with the festival list because i think everybody wants to know probably like you know what festivals you got going on next you know yeah. but um anything else uh new anything um happening in your life um how's it like i guess how's like everything going it's going really good i just landed my dream job and for personal reasons, I'm not going to say it right now, just because I 100%. did say it before and it was extremely overwhelming. Um, so. We love that for you, though, Loki. We love that for you. And, <laughs> and I love that so many people are supportive. And yeah. um, I think it's great to hear those kind words. Um, mm -hmm. But we're going to get into like a serious note because um, I think I feel it as well when it comes to certain things um the better and the higher you go um with you know with your career choices and your paths people are going to try to enter your life that yes. weren't trying to enter before and i think that's a huge issue that needs to be brought up um so if you're listening to this and you're literally trying to scheme and and put your foot into people's lives just because they're four places stop you know just stop like we, no, 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 we're no. not we're not dumb <laughs> my small friend group I have so many friends but I have my Denver group that it's like you guys have been here from day one like this is exactly the OGs who knows everything that's going on in my life um I'm working so many fun festivals and ooh, Starbase I'm doing which will be fun wait you're here helping with Starbase yeah, that's awesome. Influencer program. I'm very excited about it. That, oh, that I is amazing. Actually, like trying to get rid of my Elenium tickets because it Bay <laughs> as Elenium at Red Rocks. So I'm going to fly from like the throwback set on Thursday and then just go straight to the airport. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm going to be there Thursday. 
Yeah, let's see. Are you not moving before then? When do you move? Uh, like, you know, the next week. <laughs> or the week hey, after. Seriously? <laughs> I guess. Let me know when you're in Denver so I can say goodbye. Well, see you later. Uh, are you going to Angel's going away thing? I don't think so. Wait, okay. Angel. She, um, Tess is not a daughter. Okay, yeah. Ray, mom and daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's having like a birthday thing. I'll send you the invite yeah, for that. Got and rescheduled like four times, right? Yes, <laughs> they've had okay. issues with like the the venues and stuff. Um, that think that will be like the last weekend I'm there. I don't really know, honestly. If I'm being like transparent, I actually don't even know when I'm leaving. Um, I have a lot of PTO. Um, I have like three and a half months worth of PTO that I'm just gonna take. So wow, that's awesome. So I just gotta like align my days and stuff because. I have EDC Las Vegas. Wait, are you doing EDC Las Vegas? No. Okay, that's a huge one for me. And like, I think I'm going to be mentally exhausted. So I'm trying to figure out like my days off for that. And then I, I'm probably going to sell my freaky deaky ticket. I don't know. I, I, I got it thinking I was going to be able to handle it. But we will see. I don't know if I want to really drive around with a U-Haul and go to festivals. It's like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like one of those things like, and I think I'm grateful for the opportunities that we've had and stuff where we yeah. go to so many festivals that we miss one. It's not like, right. The, right. the phone was not that hard, you know? Right. Exactly. I feel the same way, but we will definitely have to catch up for October for Elenium 100%. Um, I'm going with my coworkers. I don't know how I got them to go because they, <laughs> they do not rave. And I'm like, I'm like, Oh, it'd be like my last time here. We should go. So we're, we're <laughs> definitely planning that they're all, they're all doctors and stuff so they're all That's awesome they'll the love same. it yeah oh, yeah so all 100 percent. yeah great okay so fill us in on your festival list for the rest of the year okay what you got? so i have base canyon next weekend and then the weekend after that is deep tropics in tennessee in nashville and then the weekend after that is north coast <laughs> in Chicago and then I was supposed to go to Dance Festopia but I just took that off my list just because I do need like a little bit of a break oh yeah so I have a week break and then I go to Imagine and then from Imagine I go to Lost Lands (laughs) and then after Lost Lands I go to Breakaway and then right after Breakaway I go to Starbase and possibly freaky deaky but i heard there might be a halloween festival out here in denver Mm -hmm. yeah i think they're gonna have it uh i don't know if it's supernatural right i think it might be um i think they were thinking about having it at the national western complex or something like that okay so yeah that would be my last festival of the year you know festivals really slow down after october so they, yeah they I, do i think i only got edc orlando for november oh yeah <laughs> i just canceled that one <laughs> just honestly i think for me with that many festivals like my knees always give out um yeah. just process of like getting older just can't manage that many festivals anymore which is why like i take those week breaks in between i just like right. if i was younger and not so injured then i could probably do it back to backs right. but um you have any plans for new year's um not yet that is one thing that like 
I always try to keep an open ear out for things, yeah. like not really set plans because so many different things just keep coming up. Oh, I yeah. We will end up at Decadence, the Relentless Beach one in Arizona. I've been to that one five times. And honestly, it's been one of my like most memorable experiences. Really? Oh, yeah, I, I love that. But people, people dog on it because of the weather. It can like rain sometimes and stuff like that. But honestly, I like it. I like the fine. event. I love raving in the rain. Yeah, I've had a great time every time. Um, and then I'll be I, at Okeechobee. That was Okeechobee, like, hell yeah. Though. That's all the way next year. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't thinking about Okeechobee until I decided I was going to move to Florida. You know, yeah, I just woke up one day, so I birthday. might. Oh, man, I'm going to have to. We'll figure, we'll figure something out. I yeah. don't know what I'm doing for New Year's either. I am the same way. I'm keeping an open mind. Yeah. Um, I was going to do hijinks in Philadelphia. Oh yeah, that's a good one. But I, uh, but I was looking at a vlog by the festival finesser, and he pointed out that it's one stage. So I don't know oh. if that's something I want to do. Just go to like a one stage event. Um, right. At least have like a second side stage or something. You know, like that's interesting. Yeah, it's uh, and it's indoors, and I'm like, you know, I'm like I'll, I'll keep it, definitely keep it open because like it's good for vlogging purposes. Yeah. But a birdie told me that uh that orlando might be throwing um an insomniacs countdown event oh wow i don't know how valid this is (laughs) just spilling some tea i don't know how real this is though Um, that's the best part about working in this industry is we (laughs) we hear about these things first like i knew about the excision um paradise blue festival like three weeks before it got announced <laughs> oh man see there you go it's like the perks right it's just like, yeah yeah there are perks for like you know being where we're at and stuff just like the things we hear and yeah for a, sure i mean a lot comes from it and um you know i just for everyone that's listening just know we don't take any of this for granted like i no. i like they see us on our our instagrams or our other platforms and stuff like we're flexing like all this cool stuff that we're doing but honestly we're super grateful to even have those opportunities yeah. and my instagram for sure is like a highlight of my life i work my ass off oops i work my butt off you can say ass it's a rated really, r podcast sorry <laughs> And like, I really do. And and not, nobody's ever going to see that besides my friends who are here, like watching me have mm-hmm. 12 tabs open and working on each different tab and trying to get these programs done. Like it is a lot of work to do what I do and to do what you do. Like it, there's a lot more that goes into it just than posting on Instagram. So I, I have literally defended you. Um, somebody was talking about how you get all these opportunities and it wasn't like fair. And I'm like, you don't fucking know Aspen, dude. I'm like, I'm like, you don't know what she's going through. You don't know all the stuff that she's doing. I'm like, she's literally coordinating like contracts for like 200 people or whatever. Yeah. Like you, you don't know her, you yeah. know, like you just see the, the, the things that she posts and it just looks great and whatever. And why can't I have that dude that like you don't mm-hmm. know what happens behind closed doors. Like, right. Exactly. Like this podcast, for instance, people think that I'm just like getting views and getting followers. I'm like, I'm uploading all these things. I'm like, this podcast takes about like 20 minutes to render it takes me about like like another hour to like edit and like that's just one video like the recording time the scheduling like everything takes time and I think until you've been in like our shoes you don't really know what we're doing all you know is your own shoes which is like for them like if they're DJing like you know they think that that's like them working hard but I can't even understand it because I don't DJ so for me they're just doing beep beep bop noises (laughs) 
DJs work their freaking asses off too. I have so much, so much respect for producers and DJs, um, especially knowing so many of them and seeing yeah. like, you know, what goes on behind closed doors, just like how it is for me. And it's, yeah, there's a, so much that goes into this. Something happened because it's, it, they, you know, I mean, it's just like a, the thing that DJs do, they just like some of them just talk, they just talk shit because they see other people achieving dreams and goals and stuff like that. And I think they just get so worked up over it. I had a, I had a DJ that literally sold his, uh, his ticket because another DJ was playing and his reason behind him selling the ticket was that he deserved that spot, not the other DJ. I'm like, bro, you can't get mad. It's like, no, I worked hard. I, I, I literally play and play and I grind. I'm like, so does that DJ. You don't yeah. know that DJ. Right. I'm like, exactly. uh, so I don't know. People just need to be open-minded. If you put in work, you're going to see the results and yeah. that's anything in life. So just if you're listening right now and you're trying to do, you know, more in this industry, just keep working at it. Put your name out there. Closed mouth does not get fed. And that is like the best piece of advice I can give you because I love that. Yes. I wouldn't have any of these opportunities if I didn't put myself out there and reach out to these people and really like push what I want to do for them. And sometimes mm-hmm. I get told no, but you know, and that's fine. It just makes me want to push even harder. So it, you know, just work, work your ass off. <laughs> Amazing advice. Um, honestly, Aspen, it has been just the best pleasure having you on my podcast. And I'm so grateful to uh, be a part of your life. Um, it, 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 it's been great. Um, where can everyone find you? Um, where, where are you at on all your platforms? I mostly only use Instagram just because I don't really like the drama of Twitter, but you can find me at CO Girl Aspen, just Co Girl Aspen. It's like my nickname. <laughs> um, and I'm on Instagram and I will DM you and you can see all my photos and my fun adventures and you can ask me questions or advice. I love help. I love helping girls or men style their outfits for festivals that's like one of my favorite things to do so that's I'm always open please come find me and let's be friends and don't ever be scared to come talk to me like I always have people message me oh I saw you here but I was so nervous and I'm like dang it I would have loved to meet you and give you a hug and just you know I'm all about having more people in my life and for good reasons okay everyone that was Aspen um if you're listening thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to to us just ramble about random stuff. I really love and appreciate every single one of you. Thank you.